0: Hi, this is Lauren Young, and welcome to 2019. This is going to be the best year of your life, and we are so excited that you took some of it to be with us this week to listen to this week's podcast of Discovery Church. Have a great day, and enjoy the podcast. That we put in for the journey, and we welcome people into a 21-day of prayer and fasting, and, and some people are doing really good, and some people else are not... not Doing as good, but uh, one thing that I've been really uh, encouraged with is that um, it's actually put the idea of fasting back on the plates of us. That fasting is something that when we, when we do it, uh, it seems that stuff happens faster. And we've actually, uh, in the in the last 15 days or so, we've seen God answer prayers that we've been praying for in, in, in the last year. And all of a sudden, we take a step up and say, God, I'm going to spend some intentional time um, denying myself of something I really like or something that I need and, and, and praying. And then last week, we talked about the sustainability of the journey is found in the relationships you allow on the journey. And next week, we're actually going to be... Uh, Uh, soft launching our discovery groups for February, the next two weeks. And we encourage you to to take what we heard last week and allow some relationships to to develop in your life. And uh, one of the best ways to do that is by joining a discovery group. We create these to create relationships where iron sharpens iron. Where, where we can actually become better people. Where, where we're pulling for each other, not pushing each other down. Where we're praying for one another. And we're holding people up. People to celebrate with you. People to cry with you. So join a discovery group. We've also launched this semester what we call pack parties. And they've been a huge success. People are showing up. Um, and tonight actually we have a, a ladies pack party or her pack party. And it's, it's happening from 7 to 9 o'clock. It's a, it's a place where, where tonight is a place where ladies can just come, hang out, begin to grow relationships with each other. Because the thing is, is that God created us for more than just one relationship. And in, in February, we're actually going to do a series called Double Tap. And it's going to be talking about finding real love in a selfie world. Okay. And, and we're going to, we're going to Take apart the types of relationships that we need and the types of love that we need in our life. But we need friendships in our lives that are going to journey on with us no matter where we're at. So why don't, if you're a lady here tonight, if you jump onto our website and uh, mydiscoverychurch.ca, and you can go to connect and you can log in and sign up for pack parties and it's happening tonight. Now today though, this is what I want to, I want to speak on. Is that the strength of the journey comes from your perspective. The strength of our journey, the strength of 2019, is going to come from our perspective. Would you just pray with me as we just uh, step into this message this morning? God, would you speak through me in a way um, that will impact our lives, that will change our, our thought processes? God, would your words be my words this morning? In your name, amen. So, here's what I know about perspective. Perspective. Is that we all have them. Situations, circumstances that, that we encounter influence our perspective, our age, our family background, life experience, gender, education, emotions. They all have an influence on our perspective. Your perspective this morning on the Edmonton Oilers are maybe a little bit lower than what your perspective yesterday at this time was. Maybe it was exactly the same. I'm not sure what my perspective is on our Edmonton Oilers today other than I want them to start winning. You may may hear, you may have a perspective on relationships and marriage. Maybe you've been engaged three times to the front of a church once and left. And, and you, your perspective on relationships and marriage is like, it's not for me. It's, it, it doesn't work. Why, why would anybody want to get married? But meanwhile, there's somebody else here that have perspective. There's other people here that might have the perspective of, of course, relationships are good. Of course, marriage is good. They've married their high school sweetheart, been married for three decades. And, and their perspective on marriage is a great one. It's your perspective. Let me demonstrate. Uh, if we can put the first slide up. Here's perspective. What is this? Anybody first see a six? Anybody first go for a nine? Anybody be like, what is that? Is that like, like another new galaxy or something? Right? There's, it's perspective. Let's, let's do the next one. Look at this. There's a perspective over here of a guy on, on land who sees a boat. And then there's a guy here on a boat that says land. And then there's another perspective of the shark down here that just says food. Right? Perspective. We have them. Let's, let's go to the next one. How many, see, how many people see three and how many people see four? Right? There's there's Perspectives. How many people enjoy campfires? Every now and then, Sean Lee and I will go out in the backyard for a campfire. Now, I grew up on the east coast of Newfoundland. And uh, there it's very common to have fires. But most people, the way that they would, they would start, start a fire, most, mo- most people would start a fire by you know, putting some kindling down down in here, create, creating some space for air to flow through. Have you ever walked up on somebody that's looking like me that can't make a fire right now? That's your perspective. Your perspective of me right now. You know what? Your perspective of me probably doesn't work. So some people would put kindling in, but, but, but you know what? When we moved into our new house, we had a fireplace. That you know what, some people would take time to uh start a fire with kindling and stuff, but but when we moved into our new house, my perspective on starting a fire was turning on my gas fireplace in my backyard and just throwing a match in and throwing wood on top of it. So, in now, I know some of your perspectives of meeting it right now are that he's crazy. Or you might be, you might be my, one of my fans and say, man, he's brave. Now, but some of your perspectives, depending on what you think about fire, you may be on the edge of your seat out of anticipation, or you might be on the edge of your seat out of fear. It's all perspective of what you think about fire. So, so I really, like, in, instead of taking time, instead of taking time for, for all the paper stuff, I just, why not go to the gas station. And meanwhile, the perspective that you might have at a gas station today might be very different. Anybody love filling? I filled up my truck last week for 75 bucks. If you're a student or you're just learning to drive or your bank account is really small, you're probably really happy with the gas prices right now. But on the other side, there's some people, we were, I was driving the other day with my father-in-law and I was like, man, it's so good that gas is under 90 cents. And he was like, well it's good for you, but what about everybody else? What about our economy? It's like, when the gas goes down, that means production stops, which means companies stop, which means people get laid off, and now for your $75 gas fill up, there's people losing their jobs. I'm like, that's a perspective. <laughs> right? That's, that's a perspective. But I took advantage of the cheap gas, and instead of Having kindling and everything, I decided that your perspective of me right now, you're really not sure. And and my perspective of starting fire is like, why wait? Why wait? Why? why? It's just water. <laughs> I'd check with Mr. Madison, Madison to see if I was allowed to, to light a fire. But your perspective might be different from the person sitting right next to you. Your perspective is a strong factor in 2019 being the best year of your life. I want to read a story that illustrates perspectives and is found in numbers thirteen and and to preamble this this story there's the Israelites were freed from egypt, they were going through the wonder, uh, wonderland they were wandering in the deserts and and they came to their promised land. Now, if, you're, if, you're, if you've never heard this story before, what happened is that the Israelites were God's people, God's chosen people, and God freed them from Egypt after being enslaved for about 400 years and said, go out into the wilderness. There's a promised land that I will give you. Now, you've got to understand, within 400 years, they've been slaves. They're not warriors. They're, they're, they, don't start, they start fires probably better than I do, but they... they are, are traveling and they get on the edge of Canaan, which is their promised land. And Moses says to some some, um, some spies, "I want you to go into Canaan and see if the land is as good as they say it is." And I want to pick up the reading in Numbers thirteen. And if you don't if you don't own a Bible today, we want to give you one. So visit our guest center. We believe that this this that the Bible has a power to change your life. If you would read it and believe it and let it sink into your life. But in Numbers thirteen, which is the fourth book of the Bible. This is what it reads. It says, Moses sent them to explore Canaan. See what the land is like and whether the people are living there are strong or weak. Perspective. Few or many. Perspective. Is the land they live in good or bad? Perspective. Do the cities have walls around them or not? That could be perspective. Is the soil rich or poor? Again, somebody's perspective. Does the land have trees or not? So the men explored the land. Then down in verse 25 says 40 days later, they came back from exploring the land. They gave the report. This is what they reported. When we went to the land where you sent us, it is really the land flowing with milk and honey. But the people who live there are strong and the cities have walls and are very large. He jumped down a couple more verses, says, but, but Caleb told the people to be quiet and listen to Moses. Caleb said, let's go now and take possession of the land. We, uh, we should be more than able to conquer it. But the man who had gone with him said, we can't attack those people. Again, perspective coming to play. They are too strong for us. So, so they begged or began to spread lies among the Israelites about the land they explored. And you go down in the next chapter, it says, at the time, at the same time, two of those who explored the land, Joshua and Caleb said, the land we explore is very good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us into a land or into the land and give it to us. This is a land flowing with milk and honey. Don't rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land. We will devour them like bread. They have no protection and the Lord is with us. So don't be afraid. Here we have two perspectives. We have perspectives of 10 spies who says, man, those people are way too big. Yeah, the promised land looks great. Yeah, everything is, we, we would love to be there, but there's no way we will be killed. They will crush us like grasshoppers. And then we have Joshua and Caleb's perspective who says, no, if God said that we can have it, if God has called us to it, then let's go forward because he will provide, he will break He will break down the walls. He will make them and he will. we will eat them like bread. Two perspectives. See, we have a perspective going into 2019 either in the eyes of heaven or in the eyes of earth. And here's the crazy thing is that that sometimes we don't know what's what's coming to the plate. We don't know if if we're going to to lose family members this year. We don't know if we're going to have some disease hit our body. We don't know if we're going to be, be bankrupt. We don't know if we're going to win the lottery. We don't know what's coming at us in 2019. And neither did the Israelites. But the thing is we can stand on God's promise. And when we put our perspective in heavenly things, our perspective becomes God is able. God is bigger. God is more than anything. I can ever imagine, no matter what comes my way, I know that the God that is for me can, what can be against me. Our perspective though can be trained. Sometimes it's really easy to look at things that's happening around our lives. How tired we are. How our finances are not adding up. How sick I feel, or how my son and daughter is never home anymore. They don't want to talk to me. And lots of times we allow uh, we allow things of our lives that are, that are just in this season to change our perspective about how good and who God is. But here's the thing: is that our perspective should never be built up on anything other than God himself and what he says about himself. And the Bible says that that a foolish man builds his house upon the sand and when the storms come, his foundations are shaken and his walls come crumbling down. But then it makes a reference that, that if you, if you build your house upon the rock, which is Jesus Christ, then when storms come, when waves come, when everything else comes, your foundation is strong. And I, th- I looked at that story this week and I think he's talking about a little bit about perspectives. When we put our perspective in God who is, who is able and abundantly and able to do way more than we could ever imagine no matter what comes our way no matter what storm comes no matter what rains come no matter what waves come we're not shaken in second kings 6 we read a story of elijah he's there with one of his one of his servants and there's a there's an army coming after elijah to capture him, and and his servant out, goes out and looks out a tent and says, "Hey Elijah, there's like there's an army surrounding us. What are we going to do?" And Elijah says, "Don't worry, don't worry, we got this." And he looks out. One, two. Hey Elijah, I know you're really smart, but did you? Did you do math in high school? There's two of us. There's a lot of them. And Elijah prays a prayer. Says God, open his his eyes. And he looks out and his eyes are open. And there's chariots and there's armies surrounding them. God's army is surrounding them the thing is sometimes our perspective is caught up in the moment and we forget that God's perspective doesn't operate on time see our perspective is a little weak we're we're humans and our perspectives are determined lots by the amount of time that we live in you might be hearing being like man I don't feel much like the servant See there, the servant was looking with with human eyes, but Elijah was aware that there was so much more you might be here and be like, man, I, I wish I had eyes of Elijah. I wish I had a faith of Elijah. Has he, has he uh, seen the armies and knew that he didn't need to fear? And you don't need to be afraid. But man, I feel like the servant. I feel like, man, I, I am, I'm crashing around every situation in my life seems to throw me for, for a loop. If I can't pay a bill, I'm worried. If, if I get the flu, I think I'm dying. Uh, everything seems to be. A little bit more extreme, and we're tossed and we're turned in the, in the storms of life. But the good thing is, is that we can train our perspective. And the way that we the way that we train our perspective is through praise. You want to change your perspective? We need to praise been reading a book called the Daniel dilemma. And in it, in it, it says, worship is surrendering yourself to the power, majesty, and goodness of your creator. Letting God be God, even when you don't understand what he's doing or when you disagree. See the key to having your eyes open to God and how he's working in your life is Praise. Because when we enter into a life of praise, all of a sudden, it puts God in a place that says, God, I know you are able. Life might not be making much sense, but God, you are good and you have a plan. I'm going to, I'm going to promise I'm going to believe in you no matter what. When, when storms of life come, when, when, when my marriage fails, when my body breaks down, God, I know that you still have a plan. See, we, we reckon, through our praise, we recognize that our lives, that we, we can't see tomorrow. We don't know what's coming down, uh, down our way, but God does. I kind of want to put it this way. One one more illustration for us before we close. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is my earth, by the way. This is totally not going to work. Okay, I'm going to... Here we go. Thanks, Eve, for the rope. Eve's like an adamant rock climber. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Probably anywhere between 25,000 years ago to 40,000 years ago. We're not exactly sure on the time, but created the heavens and the earth. And time went by. On the sixth day, God looked back at creation and said, it's good. Go a little bit further. We have King David. And then we, all of a sudden, we move into like Joshua. Not Joshua, one of the prophets. Isaiah, Jeremiah, we're not back and forth here. Into Amos and Daniel Eventually we, we move through time. The crazy thing is that in the beginning was God and the end is God. And then we get to a point in history about 2,000 years ago where, where Jesus, I don't know if you can see that piece of red tape, where Jesus took uh, came down to heaven, where God came down to earth to pay for sin once and for all. And then we go about 2,000 more years and here we are. This is our life. See, so many times we get consumed. Our perspectives is this little white line. This little white line. But meanwhile, what's happening is that God can see what's going to happen here. They can see what's going to happen here. And sometimes he allows something to happen here that's going to affect here. And we, we lots of times as humans, our perspective is just in this seventy to eighty years that we get to live this little white piece in in light of all eternity. And God keeps going; He's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. And we get so caught up on this little piece that we forget that our lives are like mere dust in the light of eternity. And our perspective is about getting sometimes a bigger house or getting the perfect marriage. Nothing wrong with having a great marriage, but none of them are perfect. (laughs) Or we get caught up on getting more education or we get caught up on, on making sure my family has the right clothes. For me, it was Nike. I wanted to wear all Nike. Okay, that was my perspective on life. Pretty shallow, I know. But there is so much more. And we keep going. And God wants to make what your little white line, what your life is today, affect eternity. He wants what you're doing today to go down in history and there are going to be people in heaven in eternity because of something you said, something that you did today. Everybody's wondering when the line's gonna run out. <laughs> it's eternity. It never runs out. Your perspective. on life is so short my mom used to have this plaque hanging on her wall she probably still does she said there's only one life it will soon be passed only what's done for Christ Well last. (laughs) Discovery Church. Our perspective on life has gotta be way more than eighty years. Our perspective on life. Now the lot can be done in this 80 years. We can impact eternity. There are so many friends and family that don't know Jesus Christ that you have the opportunity to help them gain a perspective on life that impacts eternity. There's family and friends that you can help win to Jesus that will change the direction of their uh, their, their, uh, genealogy, the direction of their family for thousands and thousands and thousands of years to come. You know what? There's other people here that's never recognized that Jesus came to create a perspective that there's more to life than just our physical. And maybe you're here today and you need to make a decision to allow Jesus Christ to change your perspective on life that you today Could impact eternity. Would you pray with me? God, in this very moment, would you help us change our perspective, knowing that you are a God that's worthy of our praise no matter what. When our bodies are sick, when our bank accounts are empty, or when life is going by perfectly. God, you are a God who's worthy to be praised. Would you help us change our perspective by praising you no matter what? God, today, would you help us see that our perspective on life is so short compared to eternity? Would you help us grasp the brevity of our lives here on earth. In your name, amen. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this week's podcast. If this ministry has impacted your life in any way, we would love to hear about it. Email us at info at mydiscoverychurch.ca. Have a great week. And we are excited that 2019 is here. The best year yet.